What's up, everyone? This is Nick with the MMA Breakdown, and today we're here to talk to you about the Dana White Contender Series that contests tomorrow night. Uh, we're going to make this short and sweet, so let's dive right into it. And the first fight, we have Rizavan Kubanev against Edvin Santos. Now, whenever I was watching tape on this guy uh, on this fight, um, the one thing that popped out to me was that Edvin Santos, although it looks good on paper, is something worth noting in the fact that he's never really faced anybody with the winning record. Now, whenever you look up the combined records of his opponents, you're looking at 31 and 87. And that is something that's very just hard to get behind. The guy looks good, throws crisp punches, super fast. But, you know, you these are the things you really have to take into consideration that he's not facing high-level competition. Now, if you look at Rizavan Kuniv, He's got more experience. He's um, faced the better competition. For example, he faced Justin Willis in only his four pro fight, who, you know, was a UFC guy. Unfortunately, he's not with the UFC anymore, but um, <clears throat> definitely the higher level of competition. Even if you look at his last fight, he fought Vladimir Deniko, who is 11 and 4, and this took place in EFC. And if you didn't know, that is Eagle Fighting Championship, and that is Khabib Nurmagomedov's uh, fighting championship now. So, whenever I look at this fight, that's the one thing that stands out to me. I could never put my money on a guy that's facing that level of competition, especially whenever you, as I said, you look at Rizavan. He's a fast fighter, that throws wild stuff. Um, if you watch his fights, you know, if some of them, have actually like the ones that go to the distance he doesn't gas out and for a heavyweight fighter that is something that you really have to take into consideration because a lot of these guys are good for you know the equivalent of about seven minutes before they're tired and panting and their hands are down by their side so for the first part of the night it is very easy for me i think rizvan takes this fight with ease and he will be the first one to be part of my parlay now if we dive into the second fight we have lucas almeida versus Daniel Zellenberg. <clears throat> now, this is a very compelling fight for me. If you look at Daniel Zellenberg, he's got a very strong Muay Thai background, super quick, throws nice kicks, good knees. On the other note, you have Lucas Almeida, who likes to fight on the ground, has good ground control. He's a brown belt. So, you know, you can tell where his comfort level is going to be. But just from watching tapes on this, guys, I'm a really big fan of Daniel Zellenberg. I think he's a faster fighter. I think he'll be able to uh, stop the ground game of Lucas Almeida and potentially put him away. Um, for me, this fight's kind of a pick him. If you look at it, the odds are minus 175 for Daniel Zellenberg and 145 for Lucas Almeida. So I'm going with the favorite in this one. I just think he has more paths to victories. And I don't see where um, – uh, I don't see a chance where Lucas be, will be able to get this fight to the ground. Now, in the third fight of the evening, we have Aaron Jeffrey versus Sio Bajario. And for me, this is the most compelling fight on this card. 
I'm a huge fan of Aaron Jeffrey. The guy's training right now at Syndicate MMA. It's a big up and coming gym. Um, but this is probably going to be, in my opinion, the most competitive fight on the card. It's the one I've gone the most back and forth on. Um, I see paths to victory for both guys, but I do have to side with my boy Aaron Jeffrey. He's a Canadian, and you know, me being from Canada, speaks louder than anything to me. Um, but on a serious note, I, I like what Aaron Jeffrey has done. Um, moving to Syndicate MMA, he's training with guys like Sean Strickland. He's putting in the work that he needs to do, and I really feel like this guy has potential to really go somewhere. Now, on the other note, you have uh, Tio Bajario, where, you know, he has a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. He's a little bit more active on the feet. Um, he potentially could even be the quicker fighter. But I just see the pressure from Aaron Jeffrey being what, uh, being what takes it. I can see Tio trying to close the distance, trying to get his ground, uh, trying, to get, trying to get his game going. But Whenever he gets close to Aaron Jeffrey, if you watch Aaron Jeffrey's fights, he likes to clinch, throw his knee, uh, throw his knees up the middle, push you away and separate. But he likes to keep it at his pace, and I just think that's going to be what's going to seal the deal for him. I think he'll just be the slightly more active fighter and land the cleaner punches, even maybe the takedowns. So for me, I'm going to go with Aaron Jeffrey on this one, but I, I do feel like this is definitely the pick and fight of the card now getting into the fourth fight of the card we have manuel gazaksha versus chris duncan now if you look at manuel he's got good kickboxing but this goes back to what i said in the first fight this is a guy who's never won or never beaten somebody with a winning record so you know you you look at it you can have the most crisp uh, kickboxing you want if you're not facing high competition, you know, you can look clean against anybody. So if you take a little trip down here with me, you know, he bought, he fought, or sorry, his last fight was against Rafael Scaraos, one and two. Melissa's Valsinos, uh, that was his pro debut. Asenta's Evenborg, one and one. Florian Cola, oh and two. And then his three, fight, uh, three fights, prior to that were against guys that, you know, didn't have any fights. They're all making their debut. Um, he's not the most active fighter. He's only had uh, one fight since 2017 and that was in 2019. So he really hasn't fought in two years. So, you know, the level of competition speaks louder than words in this one. Um, I think the line drastically reflects that with Manuel being a plus 270 underdog. Now, if you look at Chris Duncan, he's got super good power in his hand, throws volume, has great cardio, and he just fought the tougher competition. He's 7-0. He's been fighting in Bellator. And, you know, you just, like that's really what it comes down to is you can't look at Manuel and, you know, put a price on him because – I said the guy's not fighting any sort of level of competition. Now we, I know we look at Bellator a little bit differently than we look at the UFC, but the UFC or sorry, the Bellator is still a big promotion, still under the big lights. So for me, this is Chris would probably be my walk of the night. Um, and 
that close or that adds number four to my five person parlay. Now in the main event, we have sorry, just give me one sec. We have Lucas Sadowski versus Igor Petraya. Now, the biggest thing for me in this fight is that Igor generally fights at middleweight being 185 pounds. And Lucas has fought as high as heavyweight, you know. Um, this fight is taking place at light heavyweight, so you know Igor's taking the opportunity. He's moving up in this fight. But I think the size difference is going to be insane here. Um, I know we saw last week where we saw our buddy there get pieced up a little bit by a much bigger fighter. And we're probably going to see um, the same thing in this one. Igor doesn't really come from the best camp. Um, Lucas has really crisp boxing, really crisp wrestling as well. Like, the guy's very well-rounded, you know. <clears throat> He's fought guys with, you know, relatively decent records, not the best, but this is the contender series. Unfortunately, we do see this a lot. And if you look at Igor there, um, Igor's last fight, <clears throat> excuse me, was in the WWFC. Um, he has been the more active fighter, which is the one thing I will give him credit for. You know, he's fought twice in 2021 already, fought twice in 2020. So he is keeping active, but once again, running down this record, 0-2, 0-3, 0-0, know, his last fight was against the guy that's five and two. So yeah, he, he's got that. But I like it's just these things are big red flags for me. And um, I I know that his path to victory is probably going to be through the ground game. If you look at his uh, the resume, he has won most of his fights by submission. And I think the size difference is just going to be massive here. I don't see a path where he can get us to the ground unless Lucas's wrestling is just really that bad. And I don't personally believe it is. Um, so that closes up my picks for the Dana White Contender Series. That is happening Tuesday night. Just a quick rundown. I'm going with Rizvan, Haniv, Daniel Zellberger, Aaron Jeffrey, Chris Duncan, and Lucas Sadowski.